You're listening to Zen Supermom, the mental fitness podcast. And today's episode is a special birthday episode about how to be a Zen Supermom. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Elena Gomez Rodriguez, and I'm a mental fitness coach for busy moms. And this is the first podcast to help you increase your stress resistance so that you can become a Zen Supermom and simply do it all while staying calm and happy. Welcome to the Zen Supermom podcast. it's Elena and it's my birthday today I just turned 40 a couple of hours ago <laughs> happy birthday to me ah and what a great opportunity to start something new so this is the first episode of the Zen Superman podcast first podcast ever that I've ever done I'm used to talking and doing lots of blah 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 <laughs> and if you've been around Zen Superman then you heard me a lot already but this is new to me and I'm just giving myself the permission to make it messy and to make it not perfect because I'm hoping that this is what will help you too. Like, are you the one who's also trying to be the super perfectionist, I'm the best at everything so that I can finally feel good about myself and feel not judged by myself or others? Like, is that you? If so, well, I'm not pointing any fingers because I've been struggling with this myself for most of my life. And only thanks to all of this coaching, therapy, and mental fitness, and everything that I'm doing for my clients, I actually found a way how to help myself too. <laughs> so that was like a bonus, <laughs> not only helping others, but helping myself too. So I, over the years, unwrapped all of these childhood traumas and insecurities, and where do all these voices come from. And this is what I would love to share in this podcast, to share just some inspiration that yes you're awesome (laughs) and yes you can keep all your strengths there's nothing wrong with you or with your strengths and things that make you great i will just help you mitigate its extremes let's let me put it this way example i'll start with myself i always put myself out there so that you you see that what you hear is what you get. I um, I don't do any fake filters or anything not in my pictures not in my audio either so example of that in my own life i'm a hyperachiever like hi alcoholics anonymous <laughs> i'm not an alcoholic i'm a hyperachiever i used to tie my identity into how much i was doing how much i was achieving which was great because it took me where i got like i had an amazing career i'm an expatriate i worked in many countries around the world and then i had my daughter and i became a super mom So I wanted to do it all. I wanted to still keep my business because then I left the corporate world. I started this coaching business and I wanted to keep it while I was raising my daughter. I stayed two years at home with her before uh, making her go to preschool. And I wanted to do it all. So that's the Superman part of what I'm doing (laughs) now in the coaching business, part of you, the community I'm talking to, because that's where you might be as well. Now, the downside of it, that my strengths, like that ambition, that leadership, that drive for doing something bigger than I am, drive for helping people who are stuck and who are suffering, helping them get out of that, that drive turned against me. Like my strength turned into my weakness because I was overusing it too much. That hyperachiever voice in my head just never let me rest because there was always more that I could be doing, that I should be doing, that I must be doing. 
So there was never a time for rest because taking rest means like, hey, somebody might confuse you with like those lazy couch potato moms who do nothing and like judging them but secretly hoping that it could be me <laughs> like even like please few seconds i just want to sit down <laughs> and do nothing but i felt i couldn't i shouldn't because that would be a waste of my precious time so this is where this was the moment when i realized i became like a momzilla <laughs> i call it and my my clients love it momzilla so I started talking about tantrums, not only the tantrums that my daughter had, but my own tantrums in reaction to that, in as a response to that. Can you imagine? If you're a mom sitting out there, I bet that you can relate, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully not, but if you're here, then probably you do. Because this is the worst, like feeling guilty for being a terrible mom because I felt like I was screwing up my daughter. She was so happy, innocent child, such a such a beautiful sunshine child. And I was worried that with my outbursts that came out of like feeling pressed for time, feeling out of control, uh, not having enough of like to do it all, I was so stressed out that I was often raising my voice at her, especially when she did not want to cooperate. And you can imagine two-year-old that <laughs> couldn't care less about what my schedule was. So I turned into a mamzilla. So that's when my quest started, when I finally started feeling like so guilty and I was blaming myself so much for messing up my daughter and making her childhood being traumatic because I was so often yelling at her or at least raising my voice. That's what became my quest. Like, how can I be a super mom? How can I do it all without burning out, without yelling at my daughter, without feeling like I can never take rest because it would be a waste of time. Like everybody's telling you, sleep when your baby sleeps. Uh, Self-care is like number one rule for busy moms. Like, <laughs> and you could tell me that and I was like, duh, go get lost. I had to have no time for this. <laughs> but at the same time, I wanted to be that calm mom. I wanted to be that mom who can figure out the most effective way how to respond to her child, how to get it all done without that burnout, without the yelling. So that's where the idea came, like the Zen super mom, because I love doing yoga and I would love to be able to do meditation, but I'm not able to sit for like half an hour straight with my eyes closed. <laughs> but the Zen, the for me, the word Zen, that means that stillness of mind that no matter what kind of storm is around you, you can keep your cool and therefore you keep all the options open. Because what happens to you, like just think back the last time you got, you got like stressed out or upset with something. What happened to you in your head? Like what the voices in your head started saying? For me, usually it's like it the whole world turns into like black or white. There's, you're doing it wrong and I'm doing it right. And so let's do it my way. <laughs> like this is fair and this is not fair. Or this is good and this is bad. Or even worse, in my stressed out mom situations, there were two bad options. <laughs> like I didn't want any of them. I felt stuck. Like where is the good option I want to take out? <laughs> there was none. And that's what the stress tunnel vision does with you. 
And I can take you back. I explained this all in my like mental fitness gym program to all of my students. Like this is what stress does with you. The stress hormones, they are produced in our bodies to make us run, like freeze, flight, fight. Basically the whole smart brain reduces to the limbic system, that part that was created the earliest that the alligators have. It just zooms in on, well, how do I get out of this mess? Hmm? I don't want to say bad words. <laughs> so that's what the stress does with you. You get into tunnel vision and it's a survival mechanism of your brain, but it is not the smartest way to handle the situation. You lose access to your creative brain full of intuition, full of great ideas, full of other possibilities that there is not just a way like a path number A or path number, mm -hmm, path number one or path number two, which are both like bad and worse <laughs> but then maybe there is another path like that you didn't even see because you were so stressed out there's another way there are probably 10 or 20 others so this is what i wanted i wanted access to this smart brain no matter how stressful the situation was no matter how much it was pressuring me or i was pressuring myself so that's the zen supermom about this is where I came up with the idea because I realized, um, unfortunately, I'm not alone. Like it felt good not to be alone because then I finally realized there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> like I'm not the only mom who's not making it. Like all of these Instagram fake <laughs> posts about, oh, I'm making six figures and I'm a mom of five and you can do it too. And if you're not, then you're a loser and you don't know those secrets. <laughs> Thanks. Like I've, I thought at the beginning that it was just me who's trying to hide because everybody has it figured out and somehow I'm failing at this mother thing. So no, please, no, this is not your fault. You're definitely not alone. And there is a large group of women who are going through the same. It just doesn't mean that it has to stay that way. Okay, so this is what we will be doing in this podcast. We'll be just unwrapping some of these traps that I used to be stuck in and that I'll be picking also some like stories from my clients to help me illustrate that where, um, where they were struggling. Because there is a way out. You can get out of that. And I can say that because I not only live through that, <laughs> but I managed to heal and the techniques that I used to heal myself and others, that's exactly what I'm teaching and what I'm working with with my clients right now. So it's not just something that I read like one Tony Robbins uh, or what Renee Brown book <laughs> on study Sunday afternoon. And now I'm like teaching you the same. Now <laughs> there are years of studies of coaching, of leadership, of um, trauma informed therapy. Actually, I did some of that because I first needed help myself. And then because it was working so beautifully, then I, I got certified in, in training that as well and doing this, uh, this therapeutic coaching. And then latest thing, which I feel is completing the picture and which was my biggest aha moment was the mental fitness piece. And mental fitness, if you've never heard about it, you have to go and check out my uh, website, elenagomezrodriguez.com, because this is fantastic. Like that's where it or like, oh, hallelujah, the clouds opened and the angels started singing. Mental fitness was finally the thing that helped me put it all together. Because coaching and therapy, they are great and they can help you if you're really that like high achieving mom who wants to get it done, probably you have experienced coaching at your work, but that's at the level of your 
work really <laughs> your business life uh, but coaches can help you in in general with all of the areas of your mom including your mom's stress but the problem for me was that it's a one-off it helps you get over some block but it doesn't go deep enough like it makes you coaching makes you pretend like okay it's just you're in your mind and you have to let's imagine you can get over this problem like how would you do it <laughs> it doesn't address the longer term the deeper issues that might be behind it which is often in your childhood and we don't want to go to therapy to talk about it because we are worried that what else is going to come up and i don't want to become that kind of like a wimp or therapy in general has lots of these um like labels attached to it, right? And we don't want to go to therapy and just keep talking about it for one year and feeling even worse. So that's where my trauma-informed coaching, like therapeutic coaching comes because there are methods and look for those coaches who do it. You can do it effectively in a session of 20, 30, maximum 40 minutes long. You can remove and heal like long, deep traumas. It can be done these days. If you're going to a therapist and you're already on session three or four and you have the feeling that all you did so far was just blah, 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 talking and you don't feel any help, any relief, you just feel re-traumatized that it's getting even worse actually, then it might be time to find a new therapist. <laughs> yeah. So that's coaching and therapy. And I needed both to start working on my like issues and my challenges. And um, most of it were going back to my mom because she was a superwoman. She was super stressed and she eventually died on cancer. And I didn't want to have the same because I felt like her cancer was triggered by her stress. And I saw that I was headed in exactly the same direction. So I was still looking for... Like, what else is there that I'm not seeing? Why am I... Even though I know it's the stress, even though I know I should not be trying to be a super mom, how come I still feel like I have to? Otherwise, I'm not good enough. And enter mental fitness. This is where my answers came to place, finally. Because I realized why. It helped me understand why I have these voices in my head that never let me rest why I keep telling myself, why I keep judging myself for how well or not well usually I'm doing and that I need to be doing more. I managed to label those voices. I managed to go back to its roots and heal it. And this is exactly what we are doing now with in the mental fitness gym, which is my membership program with my students, with my clients, because we all have these voices in our head. And I often, I love using the analogy of... Um, like, imagine as a kid, I don't know if you had any broken bones. I didn't, but my brother used to have a lot. <laughs> imagine, like, kids, when you break break your arm, they, you, you need to go to the hospital and give, they give you that cask on it, right? That plaster, the thing that's wet, white, and it makes it becomes really hard when it gets dry and you need to keep it on your arm for, like, I don't know, two, three weeks before your bones, <laughs> like, repair and, and um, heal together. Imagine those, those are the voices in our head. We needed them. It's the same thing. We, they were a tool. They were a survival mechanism. They were a strategy for healing. At the time when we were like super young, they developed at that time. It's just that they don't have expiry date. Nobody came and took them out, not two, three weeks later, like the cask on your arm. They maybe it would have worked two three years later when you were a bigger kid and you had 
more emotional awareness and more more mechanisms to cope with whatever was going on in your life but those things never went away those voices are still in your head and they still treat you as if you were a few years old right they don't expire imagine it's like as if you were still walking around with that cask from when you were three years old that's what you're doing that's what's happening in your head right now so this was like a mind-blowing moment for me with the mental fitness because this changed everything for me and this is what this podcast is going to be about so i would love to share this little mini birthday episode as a celebration (laughs) with you just to give you a sneak preview of what's coming up what you can expect uh, in in this podcast what is mental fitness about and if you would really love to check it out more then i will invite you to uh, to check out my website and if you would love to learn more about those voices in your head then i'm going to link uh in the description notes i'm going to link um a test assessment that you can take so that you get more familiar with who you have talking in your head Hmm? and then come back to this podcast for the next episode to see how you can finally break free from those voices so that you can become that zen supermom who can get it all done without feeling stressed while staying calm and happy after all that taking care of everybody else and everything else around you deserve to feel happy and if you need any more reasons than that (laughs) it's look at your kids look at how smart they are look how fast they are learning even more from what you're doing how they are observing you and maybe your spouse as well more than from what you're telling them that's how they learn more most right not by what you're telling them but they watch you 24 7 So what do you want to teach your kids? What do you want to teach, especially if you have your girls? What do you want to teach them about what it is to be a mom? To to be a woman who has a family, who has her passions, who has her dreams and ambitions and goals. How do you want them to grow up to be? Watch very carefully because they are watching you right now. So let's do this together. Your Zen Supermom journey is starting today. And start by being mindful. How am I showing up? What messages am I giving to my kids without even speaking? And if I'm feeling guilty for not taking a break, start listening to those voices, what they are telling you actually in your head. Like, why am I feeling guilty to take a break? And see the lies that are behind the hyperachievers and the the super busy super moms. See the lies you're telling yourself and the judgment uh, that's going on in your head. That's the first step of breaking free. So go ahead, do that saboteur assessment so that you would know what voices are really plaguing your brain, what voices don't give you that rest, uh, if you're curious what they are, and uh, sign up for this podcast so that you get notified when we have new episodes coming up and there's more help for you. Take care, Supermom. Thank you.